had to be you. Is that men and women can't be friends because the sex part always gets in the way. Could make me be true. Snap out of it. Could the make me be true. Your eyes and your voice and the way you stand there and the way you walk. Lit from within, Tracy. It had to be you, wonderful you. It had to be you. Hello, romantics. Welcome to It Pod to Be You, the Talk Film Society podcast that's all about falling in love on the big screen. I'm your host, Manish Mather, and each episode I'll be chatting with a guest about one of their favorite romantic comedies from classics to modern hits. My guest today is Shaquille Lambert. How's it going? I'm good, man. How you been? How you doing? Pretty good. You know, like, um, it's pretty cold now, so I'm kind of glad we're talking about a very sunny, you know, vacation-type oh. movie. <laughs> I was envious of everyone for that exact reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, would you like to introduce the film we're talking about today? Yes, yeah, so today we are talking about uh, one of my personal favorite romantic comedies, which is 2008's Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yes, I. So when you suggested this movie for us to talk about, I was like really excited because like this was like a major college favorite that I just hadn't seen in like a number of years. Okay. So I um, was excited to rewatch it because I had like a lot of like fond memories of it, but I was like curious to see how it would hold up, you know, because like a lot of these like Judd Apatow produced movies like they're a little on the shakier side (laughs) most of them have kind of aged really poorly but i um wanted to ask you like why like why did you pick this film like why why is it one of your favorites okay so let's just start off on the bat i was shocked that you had asked me to be on (laughs) because a, a show about romantic comedies and as i grew up in like the most anti-romantic comedy kind of person. Like, I grew up on, like, nothing but, like, the action flicks and the sci-fi. And back then, like, romance to me was just, like, a stopgap in between people kicking each other in the face. (laughs) So, like, so this one was one of the first ones that actually kind of turned me around on the idea of just, like, romantic comedies being exclusively, like, chick flicks, quote-unquote. And going, like, okay, it's just... There's ones that could appeal more to personally to my sensibilities, but at the same time, it's one of those ones that kind of gave me a bigger respect for romantic yeah. comedies in the sense that, like, okay, yeah, no, this, these are just, like, tropes that, like, the stories are the stories are pretty universal in, like, the way they're told. It's just how the perspective is, and sometimes, sometimes the perspective might not be something I particularly relate to. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it might be ones where I'm like, okay, I can identify with this a lot more than I would expect. And this one was one of those ones that kind of broke ground for me. Yeah, I mean, I definitely remember, like, this coming out. Um, I was uh, about to turn 19. It was my freshman year of college. And I, you know, it's funny, I kind of came through this, like, the opposite way in that I remember being like, oh, this actually looks like a standard romantic comedy, not just like a Judd Apatow, like, kind of gross-out bro comedy. Because, mm-hmm. like, growing up, for me, I was, like, all about romance movies, and I grew up watching them, and, like, I liked um, Superbad a lot, you know, when it came out, but I remember being like, oh, I wish, you know, I, I wish it was more of a romance. Like, I wish, like, the female leads, like, Emma Stone, and unfortunately, I can't remember the other girl. In, oh, um, uh, um, I know you're talking about 
Um, yeah, uh, Becca is her name in the movie, but I don't remember yeah. her actress's name. But we'll get I mean, we'll like, get uh, back to it. I'll, I'll find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But like, I remember being like, oh, I wish like that movie had more of a romance angle to it, and like movies like um, like Knocked Up and like Four Dill Virgin. I'm reading like, yeah, like those are like very much like romance. And then this movie coming out being like kind of a breakup movie, I thought was like so interesting. And so I remember being like, wow, like this is going to be like a really great romantic comedy from like a like studio or producer that doesn't really do them. And I remember just like, so for some reason I had like very vivid memories of watching it in the theater. I don't know why, but for some reason, like I just like have this like, I think because like Jason Siegel was someone I really liked because of uh, How About Your Mother, which is a show I watched a lot in college. So. Yeah. And high school, so they're just being like really looking forward to like him, like as like a movie star. So this was like yeah. my personal introduction to him, because like Freaks and Geeks came out when I was like way too young for it. Yeah, yeah. And How that. I Met Your Mother was not a thing for me yet either. So this was like the first thing I'm like, okay, this is like this dude is new on the scene. I thought this was like his first role ever, because I was like 15 and dumb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just I remember, yeah, being uh, initially appealing to it not just because of the trailer, but also, like you mentioned, the whole Judd Apatow. Like, I had just seen Superbad and loved it. I saw 4-Year-Old yeah, yeah. Virgin and loved it. And also, even just, like, the other pe- actresses involved. So, like, Mila Kunis, I loved her in that 70s show. Yeah, and yeah. And Kristen Bell also from, like, Veronica Mars. I was like, right. yo, this is going to be great. And it was. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, watching it now, it, you know, almost 12 years later, do you, like... Did you still enjoy it as much, or did you find it like uh, that? Find that it like was like dated. Honestly, I enjoyed it way more than I thought I did the first time because the first yeah. time I thought it, like it was funny, but like I had never been in a relationship, so like there's obviously still like the whole like relationship issues and like the aches that come with like breaking up with somebody. Yeah. Was like okay, I get it. I don't like really get it, get it, but I get it. And then I had my first breakup a couple of years later, and it hit basically like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this time I connected so much more to it. Um, and even just like the nuance of it, because at first when I saw it, I also thought Sarah was just like the worst human being. Oh, yeah. And yeah. rewatching it now, I feel like there's so much more nuance to it that I didn't get that with experience that I did fully understand. It doesn't vilify her. It doesn't really vilify anyone. Um, The only thing that I would say that they should have done is something that they added in a deleted scene that I found out in the Blu-ray right after. You know how there's that fi- that big final scene of like between the, uh, Sarah and Peter when she like tries to hook up with him and he's like, oh, you're the devil. And yeah. that's kind of it. You don't really see what happens to her until like that post credits where she gets the, like the other show um, in the yeah. deleted scenes. W- there's one scene where they're at the airport and they have that final talk of like, okay, I didn't really mean what I said, but we're kind of not right for each other, but I hope for the best for you. And likewise, and that was the scene I think needed to happen. But at the same time, this movie was almost like two hours long. <laughs> so people yeah. would have kind of been like, Oh, you know, you can wrap it up. But at the same time, I feel like it was a little bit, they should have added that in like the the like regular cut. Yeah, I mean, because I was like watching it and being like, wait, is the last scene like within the movie proper, like her being called the devil? Because I was like, this movie, like, you're right in that, like, it's totally a lot more shaded than 
um, I initially thought, because, like, yeah, when I first saw it at, you know, 19, I was like, who is this, like, you know, who's this, like, total evil person who's just, like, so selfish, all she does is, like, think about herself, and then watching it a lot, you know, like, uh, even, like, later in college and, like, watching it now especially, I thought this movie did a really good job of, like, making her more Mm three-dimensional. But, um, yeah, I'm surprised that scene was cut out because it just seemed like that's kind of a necessary closure to their relationship. Yeah, it's one that kind of feels needed in the sense of it, but I get that they're probably, because I think they're trying to build up to, like, his whole forgiveness with Rachel yeah. at the puppet musical. They're like, okay, this scene feels like a weird closure thing that would be at the end of the movie. Um, right. So I, I, I get it. But even then, like you mentioned, with the whole, like, thinking, oh, she's evil. It's not until she fully says why she broke up with him that you're like, oh, yeah, that absolutely makes sense. Like, she did try. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was thinking about, um, like, this movie in terms of uh, just, like, showing, like, kind of men being sad. And, like, I feel like when men have, like, those kinds of feelings in movies, it's usually, like, uh, anger or, like, violence. And I feel like this movie, like, sure, like, he's definitely angry and, like, you know, there's definitely that element to it. But I felt like um, this movie's so open about peter being so like um emotional and like crying and like dealing with this breakup not just through like insulting her or like punching through walls or whatever but like just through like having a very like open emotional depressive state which i thought was so refreshing and something that like jason siegel i think is pretty good about especially on like how i'm your mother because like he's so emotional there and so vulnerable on that show Hmm. and um so yeah, I mean, I was I was actually thinking a lot about Thor in Endgame watching this yeah. because like <laughs> just like how like I really like that arc. I mean, I think like some of the fat jokes about him eating too much are a little much, but like yeah. Thor as like a character like during like that arc, I thought was so powerful because it's like we never see men deal with their emotions like in that way, being so vulnerable and sensitive. And so I was thinking a lot it's about like that watching this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even and like I even appreciate that they didn't like even when he feels like he's worth like side note on Endgame. I'm glad that they didn't fully just make him back to like buff Thor immediately. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. No, he's still like a capable warrior. Just like obviously like his body type changed, but he's still as good as he was before. I know it's like such a cliche, but I felt so emotional like when like he gets the hammer back. <laughs> in exactly. Asgard and he's like I'm so worthy and it's like yeah. I know every every man is like crying for that scene but like it was really something to watch um, but so I was thinking a lot about this this movie with that because it was like wow like I I never see especially in comedy especially in this kind of comedy yeah. like I never see men cry where it's like not a joke and like yeah it's funny because it's like it's like they're doing it in a funny way but it's not a joke yeah, when they're like usually when like dudes are crying in comedies, especially it's like super exaggerated and just yeah. like not everywhere. They're just like like you're doing too much, and yeah, like you said, it doesn't like it takes it seriously in the sense of right. like very much hurt. Um, but yeah, they don't ever play it up or underplay it. They don't make him like stoic. He doesn't brush it off. Like he's hurt 
and that hurt is there for most of this movie. It's yeah. not until like barely into the third act that he finally gets like genuinely happy again. Right. Yeah. And like <clears throat> I remember thinking like I mean, because like I just kind of went through a breakup. It was just like not like a couple months ago, and just like watching this movie, thinking like wow, like like this movie just like gets what that feeling is like, where it's like. You know, sometimes, like, just, like, a word or something will, like, bring back memories or, like, you're, like, with someone else or, like, trying, like, with your friends, you're just, like, thinking about it. And, like, I liked a lot of the, like, kind of quick flashback montages they would do, like, both of, like, the happy memories and the sad ones. Actually, I even liked it that they did with those flashbacks that they did on both sides. Yeah. Everything was great, and then at the same time, he kind of romanticized the relationship, and he only just remembered in those moments that some of those moments were not super great like when yeah. he's like making that Muppet musical and she just doesn't get it yeah yeah actually my favorite one is like um, when it's like Sarah Marshall is thinking about like all the times that she made him like wear something that she bought that like looked terrible and he like did it for her yeah and how like Russell Brand or Aldous or whatever like won't do it yeah and I remember just being like you know it's funny because like she um is like this movie allows her to regret the breakup and not in in a very real way too. Like I feel like in most movies about like someone dumping someone, the other person is just like happy and like not even thinking about it anymore. But it allows her to like have those feelings and like um, lets her act on it too. I mean, I kind of forgot about the whole like almost sex scene towards the end. Yeah, <laughs> and watching it, I was like, wow, like they're really like. This is like really uh, it feels real. embarrassing to watch. Yeah, very real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned uh, him briefly, but all this snow, Russell Brand. I like. I know we were all like sick of him as of like recently in the past like several years. Yeah. But, like watching this, it reminded me like, man, this dude was hysterical. Oh like, yeah. Every, every scene that he was in, he had at least like one or two lines that just killed me. Like the whole. That moment when they're both on, like, that double date. And they're just, like, roasting Sarah's movie where she's, like, had the killer phone. I, like, I had to pause and just, like, I couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was so, yeah. You know, like, she was actually in a movie like that, like, not too long long before this movie. Uh, She was in some, like, direct-to-video, like, horror movie that had a very similar premise. And, like, I remember reading online that, like, she thought they were, like, actually making fun of her. Uh, but then they told her they're like we didn't even we didn't even know that you did that. Yeah, it was uh, what's it called? Pulse. Like yeah, her, Pulse, it was like her right. and Christina Milian. <laughs> and I saw that movie. That movie was garbage. So I had completely forgotten about it at the time. Yeah. And so now that you bring this up, that makes it so much funnier. <laughs> oh my god. I so I mean Kristen Bell, is someone that like I really like, and like I feel like she's kind of had like a major career. I don't want to say resurgence, but like with like Frozen and The Good Place and like Frozen Two, like. Um, I feel like she's definitely, like, become more, uh, like, in the spotlight. And, I, and, like, she's so good in this movie. And I remember, like, when I first saw it being, like, she kind of deserves some awards attention. Because it's a really, like, really good performance for a character that's really difficult. Yeah, it's, it's difficult to make a likable person. Because, again, the movie is about how much you're almost supposed to vilify her until you realize you're not. Yeah, But, um, right. yeah, no, like you mentioned... Uh, I feel like she's a, uh, an actress who 
you kind of have to remember like oh no she's really really good because yeah. there's like a brief moment in time where she wasn't really like the lead in anything yeah um or just like character work or supporting roles so i'm glad right. that yeah she's getting the recognition at least recently because yeah no she's great oh my god i'm plus i mean i've been in love with her since i saw veronica mars so right. this is one of those like <laughs> man you fucked up <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like you have like you know princess anna and then you're gonna just like stop caring about her but it's so funny like she's so um she's so good and like her chemistry with russell brand is so interesting because like you can tell like how they kind of first clicked because it just like you know, he's very, you know, um, like, sexually aggressive, and she's probably just, like, looking for, like, any kind of attention. Mm-hmm. And then, like, how she's kind of like, well, I'm kind of stuck with him because, like, I kind of made that choice. And, like, it's interesting how, like, this movie, like, plays, like, that breakup, like, between the two of them. So, um, it, it's, like, kind of in the background, but you can, like, really tell it from, like, their first you know few scenes through the end of like this couple is not going to make it past this trip yeah it's the relationships are way too volatile and they seem way too incompatible for it to make any lasting impact yeah yeah but um yeah you know you're so right on russell brand because i feel like immediately after this we kind of got sick of him because as you see like get him to the greek i did and it sucks (laughs) yeah it's I was super excited for Get Him to the Greek. Like, I was like, hey, a whole movie of just, like, this guy interacting with Jonah Hill. And I wasn't, like, I like Jonah Hill a lot in this, but he did kind of get a little bit on my nerves because it was kind of, like, the same gag, like, six times. Uh, But in Get Him to the Greek, it was much worse. And, like, that chemistry was kind of gone, which is weird. But, yeah. Yeah, because, like. He's so, like, he's just so good in this, but. Get him to the Greek is terrible. Yeah, the problem with getting to the Greek is that like he has to plan to play like the babysitter type character, so they don't have that same energy of like obsessed fan and like kind of like disaffected star. You know, like I kind of like that it was like, you know, he in this movie Jonah Hill is just very much like ups- like you know, oh like listen to my demo, you're the best, whatever. And Russell Brand's kind of just like over it. So like, that's, I, a fu- that's a funny dynamic, more so than like, hey, like stop taking drugs so I can get you to your concert or whatever. Yeah, make making Jonah Hill the straight man in the do- in like turns out wasn't the great idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. <laughs> and this movie has like a really good cast. I mean you have like you know, of course, you know, like the four main people, uh, Jonah Hill, Paul Rudd, uh, Bill Hader. Um, I forgot Bill Hader was in this, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like. I mean, I didn't know who Bill Hader was um, back then. I felt like I didn't, like, didn't recognize that it was him until, like, I was watching it now. And I was like, I mean, what was he doing back in 2008. I mean, but. I think he, I think he was already on SNL at that okay. point. Yeah, um, but he was mostly there then, and like I knew him at the time because I was like, hey, it's one of the cops from Superbad. Um, oh, right, of course. Hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, his role is is small, but at the same time, he has some hilarious moments. Like that moment when Peter just checked into the hotel and he's walking by, and. Bill Hader's just on the phone, like, don't talk to them. Do not talk to them. And he does. <laughs> and all you just hear faintly in the background is him on the phone, like, no! Yeah, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a really funny character and kind of, like, um, 
I like I feel I felt like there was like one joke in this movie that like we oh god what was it? It's like a really inappropriate joke about his like wife. Oh, the 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 webcam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh my and god, then, I feel like that being like the joke that like tore my audience apart like when or like brought yeah. the house down when I first saw it. People were like, oh yeah, the uh, the pearl necklace. That was like, that, that people lost I their did minds. Not that. know. <laughs> yeah. At that time I did not know that term. Yeah. And, <laughs> so when it happens now I was like, oh y'all y'all are wrong for that. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah. And then like Jack McBrayer, like I knew him from 30 Rock um, at the time. And uh, his, yeah. his support, like his mini mini arc with him, like his newlywed wife. Um, when he meets up with Aldis, that oh, yeah. was the, maybe the best <laughs> to me. Just like yeah. them practicing the th- like the moves on the chess pieces. Like <laughs> someone would like someone would have a conversation about that. Like that ain't right. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. I know, like, I can't believe that was just, like, because, I mean, it seems like, like, a family-friendly resort, I guess, but, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be so, so inappropriate, um, and then, yeah, Paul Rudd, I think, is, like, I mean, he's so good in these, like, little scenes, but he's, like, such a good chemistry with, uh, Jason Segel, and, uh, of course, they would do I Love You, Man, the next year, which is, like, right. such Right, oh, my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, yeah, just, like, the other, um, like, employees at the hotel. Like, I don't remember, like, the name. I remember Kimo, like, the, bi- the big, like, Samoa yeah. dude. He yeah, was great. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what his name was, but the, the, the bartender. When <laughs> they, like, press him about, like, yo, he can name, like, 200 types of fish. And he just names them off the top. He, he also cracked me up one of yeah. the most out of everybody. Even above, like, some of the, like more notable cast members, which is... Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, surprised I haven't seen him yeah. in more things. I'll say that. Yeah, it's uh, Devon McDonald is his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been around. I mean, not anything too big, but... Yeah, he was, like, one of my favorite, like, kind of supporting characters. Because I, I like that the people at the hotel, like, weren't those, like, kind of, like, magical Hawaiians who were, like, so, like, wise. You know, that kind of, like... Yeah, that, that like, kind of, like, super way. kind of problematic trope, yeah. Yeah, these people just seem like, you know, regular people who are working at a hotel who just, like, are fun to be around. How you doing back there? Awesome! I don't think I've ever been this covered in sweat before. It's like I have some sort of fever. I told you this was a pain in the ass. Living at Lazy Joe's. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You okay? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, wow, we're really going up to the edge of this, huh? Look. Wow. This is really beautiful. All right. So now that your show's done, are you gonna finish the Dracula musical? It's not that easy, you know. Um, Sarah always thought it was crazy. Well, you're definitely crazy. So is everyone, right? Who cares? I just don't feel like doing anything. Why? Because my heart is broken, and I can't imagine doing anything right now. It's probably the same reason you don't go back to school, you know. Maybe it's good we got hurt like that, you know? 
I don't know about you, but it makes me feel impervious to pain. Yeah. Kind of like there's nothing left to be afraid of. Yeah, no, exactly. Right. We could leap off this rock and wouldn't hurt us as bad as they did. It's a jump then. No, I meant that like as a metaphor. Right? No, just do it. You'll be fine. Jump. What the hell? Oh god. Oh god, I made her kill herself. One person we haven't talked that much about is uh, Mila Kunis, who, like, I think she's so good in this movie. She is incredible. I think I feel like this was, like, the role that kind of blew her up in terms of, like, film. Yeah. Because, like, after that, she would get on, like, bigger, bigger things like Black Swan and all that. But I think this is the one that kind of showed that, like, she can move beyond just being Jackie from that 70s show. Yeah. It's Um, crazy to think that, like, Black Swan would only be, like two or three years after this like this yeah. seems like worlds apart in terms of like the kind of like role she was doing but yeah i mean like i think Mila kunis is a really good actress especially in movies like this or she can just kind of like be like the funny kind of like edgy girl mm. um or like she even like, like, she... like bad mom she's pretty good in but mm. She feels so down to earth and someone that you would legitimately like, not even just date, but just be like, yo, this is, she's just a really cool person to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. Like, my, like, um, my only problem with this movie is that, like, she's very much into that, like, Manic Pixie Dream Girl type stereotype. Okay. Or cliche, because, like, she's, I mean, she's basically just, like, there to, um, kind of, like, be, like, the other girl that kind of, like, brings him out of his, you know, thunk or whatever. And, like, I think they, they I think, like, the, like, Jason Siegel who wrote it, he, like, tried to, like, make her more of, like, three-dimensional, like, kind of gave her, like, you know, that ex-boyfriend and kind of, like, she kind of has anger issues, yeah. I guess, but, um, and, like, I like that she was so, you know, like, uh, I, I hate this word, but, like, kind of has it, like, kind of feisty or, like, you know, um, she, like, definitely has that kind of, like, edge to her, but yeah, you could tell that, like, a lot of that was just, like, Mila Kunis, who's just, like, good in this kind of movie. Like, she's good at comedy. She's good at being, like, the funny, cool girl. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like on paper it seemed kind of two-dimensional, but she like, brought the, a lot to it. A lesser actress would have made it much yeah. worse. Yeah, That's, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I get that. Like, now, now that you say that, I think about him, like, yeah, she does kind of really does fit that show. Like, she's there to, like, kind of make him feel better. Like, her, like, they mentioned that her thing is, like, she wants to go to school. She doesn't really say she wants to go to school. She's like, oh, I just kind of dropped out. And then, yeah. and, and then they only ever bring it up at the very, very end as an excuse for her to, like, show up and stay. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, she doesn't really have, like, her own thing that's, like, separate from, like, the relationship itself. But yeah, like I mean, they kind of do that thing, you know, like at the beach party and like how like she um, like has kind of that volatile thing with ex boyfriend. It's like she's just like being lied to. But like I don't know, it just seems very much like 
it just seems very like thin on paper but you know yeah and like i um i like couldn't I remember, I like forgot the like subplot about her like that photo of her in that bar. Yeah. And like it's so creepy. I feel like that bar at some point, especially in this day and age, would get like shut down for that type of shit. And rightfully so, but just like yeah, that's just kinda gross. And I'm like I I mean I really couldn't imagine like any girl just being like like to me, it felt weird that, like, everyone's kind of let this bartender, like, keep, keep doing that and not, like, I don't know, like, couldn't you just, like, go to the bathroom, like, steal it and then, like, leave? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why is it such a big deal that, like, you can't take the photo? Yeah, or he's going to beat you up. It's yeah, like, I was like, uh... It just you just like, go on, like, a busy night and literally, like, people steal shit from bars all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, that was so, uh... That was, yeah, that to me was, like, the part that aged the worst, because it just felt so, like, um, yeah, I would not fly in this sort of, like, in this climate, but, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, and I like that she was, like, supportive of his, like, Dracula musical, but, like, in a way that was kind of, like, she knows that it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. but, like, she's just, like, like, kind of in the way that, like, Sarah Marshall, like, isn't, you know, yeah. that, like, She's like Mila Kunis or Rachel would be like she like knows it's it's a dumb idea but like she's just like you know you should do it because it makes you happy so yeah uh, I'll say also I appreciate that there's no scene where they're like where Rachel and Sarah are like aggressively bitchy to each other quote unquote and like I don't I don't like using that term um, yeah <laughs> uh, but like you know what I mean. Like, they're not like, oh, how dare you take my old man or whatever. Like, oh, have fun with, like, the sloppy second. Yeah, like, yeah. When they talk to about... each other, they're really cool with each other. I'm like, okay, that feels like a natural thing. There was that, like, one scene where um, Sarah would be like, oh, you're, like, really pretty. Like, it was, that was a little passive-aggressive. But, yeah, like, they, I'm glad they didn't take it to that, like, um, you know, like, he's off limits or stay away. Like, that kind of thing. Because it's yeah. just, like... No one wants to watch that. It's so ugly and unrealistic. I think, like, um, I kind of, it's, I think, the, especially because, like, Peter and, like, uh, Aldous Snow weren't like that with each other, you know? Like, yeah. they, like, there was some jealousy there, but it wasn't, like, they weren't, like, fighting over her. So I'm like, I wouldn't yeah. want to see the two women fight over him because, like, A, he's, like, not that great. No. <laughs> and B, like, no <laughs> They're one wants both to not her. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know you mentioned it. I know you touched on it earlier, but I kind of want to see the full Dracula puppet musical. <laughs> I was just gonna ask you that. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love the songs in this. Like yeah. the like the brief songs that we do get. I'll say Peter, you suck was like the most relatable song to me, and it still is to this day. <laughs> it was an attack. It was a harsh attack. <laughs> yeah, like, he's like, yeah, you should see a psychiatrist. I will see. A, I was like, yeah. Well, I, probably should <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i know oh my god yeah but, like that's the thing like this movie gets it's, it's just so real about like men dealing with their emotions <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the the full musical i like they said in the um uh, like behind the scenes briefly that um jason sequel is actually writing one and it just ha- they just happen to like work it into the movie and it does work and I feel like that's what probably ended up getting him like the Muppets like the yeah oh, for sure yeah 
but he so you could tell that he loves this thing yeah i mean it's kind of an interesting like concept right as like the like driving not driving force but like as like a thing that like he's like working on like as a project and as like a composer like it's kind of interesting to do that because it's so out of left field and it's like funny enough that like it's definitely um something that like you've remembered it's very unique but it's also like something that like jason siegel himself seems very passionate about i like that he at the end he was like oh I, he's like I, it was it should be a comedy because it's like funny because yeah it's like definitely something that would be like a, kind of a hot ticket and sort of this like off off you know broadway or whatever i mean like avenue q was right huge, yeah right so like the avenue is there Right, yeah, for sure. Um, songs are great. I, I, there was something I wanted to bring up, but I just completely blanked out on just. Uh, yeah. Well, so I was, I was wondering, like, did you, if you can remember, like, when you first saw the movie, did you think like he and Sarah Marshall would like get back together? Um, honestly, I didn't really ever think that. Yeah. Um, it feel like it felt like it's one of the things that feels really definitive, even yeah. from the jump. That, like, right. it feels like whatever he did is, like, an irreparable type of thing. And so when it happened the first time, like, when they tried to get back together, or, well, she tried to get back together with him, I was like, this feels phony, just as Peter did. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about that, because I remember, like, the first time I saw it, just thinking, like, I mean, they wouldn't cast someone like Mila Kunis just as, like, a random girl that like doesn't get the guy at the end because like um but then i was like well is she as famous as i think she is because like i know she's famous for like people our age who's like you know they watch family guy in that 70s show but like, yeah is she like famous enough to like get the guy over like Kristen bell who's like felt more famous although maybe she was i mean i don't it's hard it's hard to judge like who's famous when you're like in college because it's like you know people are, like in like that age group are like you know, you know things more than like the general exactly. public do. You know, at that time he was like, "I don't care. I just want to see the movie." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like I'm not, I'm not valuing like their star wattage. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I was wondering, but yeah, I guess like um, watching it now felt very like definitive, and I appreciated that because like that felt more that's like more interesting to me than making it like a you know full love triangle. Mm-hmm. Or square quadrangle however you want to put it um have you ever been to hawaii oh no but i would i want to so bad and this like i mentioned this does not help like everything in this movie is just gorgeous i know yeah i have never been there either um and i was just like what it's like it just seems i mean i know it's like it takes place at a resort that's like real so like i'm sure that like they you know wanted the resort to look as perfect as possible and i do love that they they put that setting of like he's the one guy amongst like a sea of like people who are so clearly in love like when he like goes to like dinner by himself and there's like someone proposing behind him or even like (laughs) when he left the room and there's like uh those people getting married like oh (laughs) wedding in hawaii real original Oh my god, that was, like, so funny. Because, like, I just once out of, like, a resort like that, and I saw people getting married, and I was like, wow, that's so... That's so typical. But, yeah, it was funny, yeah. But, yeah, I would love to go there. Um, and, like, have you... Well, have you ever, like, did, like, one of those, like, cliff 
diving thing that they do, like where they just like jump off the cliff into water. Oh, that I am so terrified of, and <laughs> for the, re- the exact reason that he was. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know if I might fall and break my neck or die or something. Oh my god, it's and, not funny, like stuff like that. I've never met anyone who's ever done that in real life, but I see yeah, it in like every I movie. I maybe know like one person. Oh wow, that is it. <laughs> That's yeah, it's insane. Um, um, did you happen to remember what you wanted to bring up? <laughs> I was like, oh, kind of stalling. Uh, I think my thing, yeah, was with the whole like being by himself in the sea of love, where he, no matter how you are, like whether you're in a relationship currently or not, I feel like everyone ha- at some point has felt that version of yeah. like how he felt, where you're around, you're surrounded by people who are either together or they're talking about someone or thinking about someone, and you're just not in that place. So yeah. it makes everything feel more miserable than it actually is. And right. that, I think they do a really good job at oh, that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, I, um, that's something that's, like, it's a really hard thing to, like, to, like, be part of or, like, witness when you're, like, in that kind of state. Cause it just feels like everything is, like, an attack. or Everything is just, like, forced down your throat. And you're just, like... It's like a, um, yeah, it's like kind of that, that perspective you have where you're just like, oh, you're just so consumed with like your own like relationship stuff. And then it's like, um, yeah, and that's, that's everything that's around you. Don't yeah. make it seem like super incel y. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like with that type of, with that type of like subject, you would think like it's very, very easy to just like go down that path, but they don't. Um, yeah, because I was thinking like how this movie like um, this movie had I feel is a really like good look at like infidelity and how like I personally like in my whatever experience or like with like, my friends or whatever or, like TV shows books whatever it's like I've always felt like you know like cheating isn't like something that breaks up a relationship there's always something deeper that like the cheating is caused by and I like that this movie did that where it's just like he it's not that she's just like a bad person who just like was selfish it's like she tried and then like he got complacent in the relationship and stopped trying and she just like you know i mean just but like it's still treated like what she did is bad like it doesn't excuse her it just oh no like, you understand it more che- cheating is still cheating <laughs> yeah yeah but like you feel a little bit more empathy with like people in that situation because it's like it's never just like you know the it's one never, part. It's, it's never, never that the only thing. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. And I think that yeah. that is uh, essentially the biggest message that you can really take from it. That just people like people are people. And yeah. at the same time, even as shitty as a thing you could do in a relationship like cheating. Um, obviously, like, there's some things that are like completely 100% un- unforgivable. Uh, but I think in in terms of things like that, where it's just like two people are drifting apart. It's never exclusively one person's fault. Yeah, yeah. It's just, life just happens. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, like, that's why, like, I feel like this movie is, like, one that... I I wish more people would, like, be watching. I mean, I know it, like, you know, made some money, and, like, I feel like a lot of people like it, but I feel like it's definitely, like, one of the few, like, Apatow, like, produced movies that, like, I think it ages, like, really well. Like, look... Little things here and there aside, which will just come from, like, any comedy because, like, jokes kind of age faster. Um, yeah. Com- you know, comedy but, like, evolves over time. Yeah, exactly. But I think that, like, this movie, I felt like, is really something that could, like, last a long time. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, one that people don't mention as often as like the super bads or the forty over. Yeah. Because maybe it's because of like the whole romantic comedy angle of it that it's not seen as like as memorable as like a just straight up regular goofy comedy. Yeah, and like, though I think it has more because it's a romantic comedy, it has genuinely like a bigger heart on its sleeve than something like Super Bad. Yeah, and I think like while it's very funny, like there are a lot of really great jokes in it. I feel like it's not as like laugh a minute like a Super Bad is, or you know, a Fordle Virgin or Knocked Up or whatever. Like it reminded me a lot of like The Big Sick in that. Um, it's very funny. It's like very like goofy. Kind of has that like vibe to it, but like it's definitely a lot more like dramatic and sensitive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. which is why and like not as quotable maybe. Like I really can't remember any like quotes that like my friends and I would say to each other from this movie like that like was super bad. Like I think like one that we would say is like um, Paul Red saying, "Oh, you sound like you're from London." <laughs> Oh, <laughs> to me, like that was like one line I remember. It was like we would like say to each other, but like this movie wasn't that like quotable, which isn't to say it's not funny or interesting. Just mm-hmm. yeah, it's just because it doesn't stick out because it's not something you could immediately go like, okay, that line is directly attached to that movie, right? As exactly. Easily. Although I will say that my personal favorite quote that I had thought about ever since I saw it was the whole "When life gives you lemons, just say fuck the lemons and bail." That. <laughs> was a line that just stuck with me throughout life. I never really yeah. I- implemented it, but I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my that's, God, that's a stupid really thing. <laughs> um, so do you have any like final thoughts on the film before we finish up here? Or? Um, I'll say that like, so I hate people who you say the phrase like, oh, this transcends the genre, especially when it's like a genre that they're not experts in, because it feels like you're just kind of talking down on a genre. Yeah. So I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say <laughs> this is a really good romantic comedy. And I would say that if there's anyone who's not into romantic comedies, I think this is a very good entry point into the genre for people like exactly for like, I think masculine or do like generally masculine leaning like film tastes i think yeah. this is a good entry point into like hey this genre is not entirely what you think it is it doesn't it, like it still follows some tropes but those tropes are necessary within the genre and yeah no everyone is super likable every this movie is really well written and even the improvised parts are not super super obnoxious as the later appetite works got uh <laughs> Yeah. yeah, this this is just a great movie. Excellent, and that's a great place to end here. Shaq, where can people find you online? Hey, yeah, y'all can find me on all types of social media at Shaq Excellence. That's S H A K Excellence. You can also check me out on my uh, sister podcast on uh, Top Film Society Sequels. That's sequels with an extra e at the beginning, uh, where we talk about director video sequels. You can also find me over on oneofus.net, where I help co-host stuff like the Screener Squad, which is like reviews of like VOD and lower profile releases. Uh, Eye on the Prize, which is our award show, uh, like award show discussions, and a lot more. And you can also find me one more spot is at daily grindhouse where i occasionally write stuff over there great yeah you can find me on twitter at the manish 89 that's t-h-e-m-a-n-i-s-h-89 
Also, please follow the podcast at It's Hot To Be You. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe so that other people can find the show. Jack, thanks so much for doing this. I'm really glad that I got to chat with you. Thank um, you so much. I it's an honor to be here, honestly. Yeah. So, honor to have you. you know, of course, I love sequels. I've had both Ali and Sarah on, so I'm glad I can have the whole trinity of directed video people <laughs> we gotta get you on and we'll probably make you suffer through something <laughs> oh my god please <laughs> i think i gotta talk about bad movies on podcasts I, I mean i do that it's like all good movies so yeah <laughs> i'm really excited we'll find, we'll find something <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um yeah so hope everyone is staying warm uh this is coming out on christmas day i believe or like around christmas so oh, Hey, yo, happy holidays to everyone listening. Happy holidays. Music that stays on for extra days. Earth like sun, too much every month. Earth like sun, too much every month. Sing it to me too. Then rum ba ba lu ba 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 lu. Rum ba ba lu ba ba. Intensified. Rum ba ba lu.